the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. And uh, it's another beautiful Sunday night. I think we're at record uh, temperatures here. And uh, we're waiting to see whether we're broadcasting tonight. Do you hear me? Are we on the air? Okay, looking at the engineer here, do we have anything going? They're watching him move frantically with all the buttons. So waiting, are we? Let me know when we're on. And uh, so we're looking about here and there. While we're here, I know we have Joe Benedict on the line. Let's get Joe on, see if he can hear me. Joe, are you there? Joe, I don't hear Joe either. So very good. Well, I can tell you what we're going to talk to Joe about when we can get him on the line. So Joe, if you can hear me, uh, we're going to solve our technical difficulties here. Okay. Uh, oh, very good. You just came on the air. I hear you, Joe. How are you? Very good. 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 Sir. good. How are you? Yeah, fine, fine. Hey, one of the things about radio, when you're in a uh, studio, you don't know whether you're broadcasting or not. <laughs> so there you go. We're going to start from the beginning for us here. But uh, anyway, welcome everyone for tuning in to The Advocate tonight. Uh, a real hot Sunday night here in Cleveland. Uh, I don't know whether we broke a record, but it still seems like we did. Uh, in the second half hour, we're going to be talking to Congressman Jim Renacci about the economy and a little bit about immigration and about uh, Supreme Court Justice Kennedy and his retirement from the Supreme Court. But uh, but first, since this coming week is going to be the 4th of July, uh, and I think it's a great time, obviously, to recognize the birthday of our country, 242 years old this coming Wednesday. And uh, with with that in mind, I uh, want everyone to sort of sit back and recognize what a great country we do have right now with everything we've been through, with everything we're going to go uh, through in the future. It's still the best country around. And what I wanted to do tonight is to... Uh, talk about our veterans, especially our World War II veterans and uh, our Korean War veterans. And uh, with us to talk about that tonight is Joe Benedict. He's the president and director of flight operations for Honor Flight. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being having me come on. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, we've had you on before, uh, but that's been a couple of years ago now. We've taken sort of a break from talking to you about Honor Flight. For those who don't know what Honor Flight is, tell us a little bit about what Honor Flight is and, and who is it for. Okay, basically Honor Flight, uh, we're in our 12th year, and it's a program where veterans from uh, World War II and Korea and eventually Vietnam are flown to uh, Washington, D.C., free of charge, down and back one day. We get to see all the memorials, and they have with them a guardian, and uh, we have 56 people typically on the flight. And uh, we uh, go down bright and early in the morning and come back uh, very late at night and uh, never a complaint. Except for the very, very long day. What time do they start at the airport in the morning? 
Uh, they need to be at Cleveland Hopkins Airport at uh, 0400. That's 4 a.m. for the civilians. <laughs> and, and then we get back home. A fall goes as planned about 1130 at night. Now, thinking so, uh, thinking back about World War II and, and when it was and how old World War II veterans were when they were actually in World War II, adding up the years, they're all in their mid Nineties, uh, if they're World War II veterans, so that means uh, a lot of gentle care with a lot of very old people who are surviving. Uh, how, how how do you take care of the frailties of uh, the World War II veterans? Well, quite honestly, whatever they drank or ate back then is something we don't have anymore because they're about as tough as they come. <laughs> They'd have to we, be to live uh, this uh, long. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. As you indicated, they average about ninety four, ninety five years old. Uh, last year we had our oldest gentleman. He was 102, oh and my. he was in great shape. And uh, we have uh, a number of number of them on every flight yet this year. Uh, that dwindled down substantially, of course, from when we originally started. That's mm-hmm. all we took. Mm-hmm. And typically now we may have five to uh, six or seven per flight. The rest are Korean War veterans. Well, I know the uh, the World War II veterans are up there in in years. Uh, my father, who's 96, a World War II veteran, uh, is ni- as I mentioned, 96 years old, but uh, he uh, had the privilege of going on honor flight oh, some years ago when he was much younger, like maybe about 90, I think. Yeah, just a kid. Just a kid at 90 years old, and it was just a wonderful experience. Uh, now, the veterans themselves for World War II and Korea, they get to fly for free, and the whole day is free, isn't it? That is correct. For them. The only... Go ahead. I was going to say, where does the money come from? The money comes from the great people of this area around here who donate to our cause. And uh, our initial programs way back when, we used to have to have fundraisers, and uh, we'd get money from various military organizations, VFWs and American Legions and such. And uh, once the program got started, in the, probably the past five or six years, we've been getting money in from individuals who have heard about the program and just wanted to support us. And then once people have gone on, their family supports us. It's just been an unbelievable following here in the past few years. Do you still fly on uh, Southwest Airlines? Yes, sir. That's the only airlines we use. They cover a large part of honor flights throughout the nation. Not all of them, but a very large amount of them. Do, do they give your group uh, any kind of discount uh, for bringing all these, these veterans out? Well, they haven't raised their rates in the 12 years we've been flying. Well, very so, well, good I'm for them. that's a discount, yes. That, well, good. yeah, that is, with the, uh, <laughs> the economy going up and down and everything. Yeah. But uh, when, when you get these people, um, if people listening now, if they know anyone who is a World War II veteran or a Korean War veteran, uh, they they can uh, contact Honor Flight. And, Joe, tell us, how can they contact Honor Flight? Well, there's a couple of ways. You can go to our website, which is honorflightcleveland.com, and it will spell out our program, and it has our whole story on there about us and how to register and applications for veterans and guardians and uh, volunteers. They can also contact us by our telephone number, which is 216 216- Nine nine zero two six six seven. On our website, all of our uh, board members are listed and their phone numbers, and they also accept any calls that they might receive. 
So we're we're not hiding. We're out there ready to. This now there's a call coming in on my on a flight phone now. So oh my goodness! That. Well, they they must be listening <laughs> to you out there. Maybe that and, might be. Well, well, Joe's busy right now. Okay, he's on the radio. <laughs> no, yeah. Talking about honor flight. Well, um, I, I can share my experience and see if it's changed at all. But uh, showing up there, I, I was uh, the the assistant or guardian with uh, with my father, and there was a wheelchair ready there for him, and and a lot of the other people who needed wheelchairs. But at uh, four four thirty in the morning, uh, they they weren't there alone. There were a lot of active duty uh, military personnel who were there, and they all looked so young, by the way. But um, yeah, <laughs> where where do they come from? We don't have any bases here or anything. Well, just local uh, recruiting stations out of Akron, out of Coast Guard here in Cleveland, Army personnel who are stationed here. They'll show up in the morning. We get us a number of companies now. Employees have heard about it, and they'll bring a group every morning that we fly, and many times they're there at night also. So we can have, uh, without soliciting, probably 25 people come there in the mornings to uh, just chat with these men and women and to help get them uh, settled, get them a cup of coffee, a piece of bakery or something of that nature. Well, and even beside that, what I noticed as someone just uh, essentially visiting for the one trip we were on, uh, the the military personnel were really th- genuinely thrilled to talk to these veterans. And the veterans, I know, were probably even more thrilled to talk to the active duty military people who were there. And uh, there's some. It really set, set off and started the day with uh, you know a good feeling that uh, this was going to be something that. Uh, actually was patriotic. And, and the whole thing about Honor Flight, it is very patriotic. It's basically saying hello and thank you to all the veterans who helped make this country what it is today and to be as, you know, all the freedoms we have, like right tonight, freedom of speech and a free press. We're able to talk about whatever we want, and tonight it's Honor Flight. So uh, it was these people, these, these guys who survived the war, that uh, you know, need to be saluted at least one more time, and that's what uh, Honor Flight does. Uh, how did Honor Flight get started? And, and we, we're going to be taking a break here shortly, but you know, we're, we're talking to uh, Joe Benedict. Uh, he's the president and director of flight operations for Honor Flight Cleveland. And uh, if you haven't heard of Honor Flight before, it's been around apparently for about 12 years. And uh, what Honor Flight does, it allows and provides free transportation to Washington, D.C. for a day of touring the uh, World War II Memorial, and uh, just just being pampered for one day. So if you know a veteran, World War II, or a veteran of the Korean War, uh, listen up, because we're going to have some more information. We'll be talking to uh, Joe Benedict again, the president of Honor Flight Cleveland. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips & Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. 
Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. And uh, we're getting ready for the 4th of July, the birthday of the United States of America. And uh, the wars that this country has been in over the years uh, has resulted in a lot of veterans. And uh, the group of veterans who we are losing every day are the 90-plus-year-old World War II veterans. And... Uh, there is a organization that uh, really gives them um, a, a very nice recognition, and that's called Honor Flight Cleveland, where the veterans are taken to Washington, D.C. for the day at no cost to them. They're flown in, taken care of, and put back on the plane, and they fly back to Cleveland at the end of the day. And uh, to tell us about it, we have Honor Flight Cleveland's president and director of flight operations, Joe Benedict. Joe, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Nick. Uh, yeah, what you guys do is just so great. It was uh, really very, uh, very moving uh, watching the veterans when I went on the trip with them, uh, because uh, 
they they fly uh, on Southwest Airlines, and at least the flight, and I'm assuming the other flights may also do this. The pilot would make an announcement that there's some very special passengers on board, and that starts making everyone feel good. Do they still do that? Oh, yes. Uh, and plus, they allow us to sit on the front seats so that they don't have to walk far back or have to struggle getting in and out of the aisles. So they announce on there that uh, they have special guests, tell them who it is, and the rest of the passengers on board just start clapping, and uh, that's the first part of the day that these guys start their recognition. The, uh, the the recognition part is something that plays out through the day. When they go, you, you land at uh, BWI Baltimore International. Correct. Um, yes, sir. And what I remember seeing is that um, the the veterans are brought off the airplane, most of them in wheelchairs, one at a time carrying an American flag. Do, do they still do that? Yes, sir. And, uh, one step before that now, that when we come through uh, down the runway just before we turn into turn into the terminal, the uh, the fire department has water cannons that shoot across the plane from both sides. Oh, my. In, my. in honor of these guys. Yeah, very nice. And that, that is a traditional uh, air, uh, airline and aviation type uh, oh, re- recognition and salute uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Well, I, what, what was moving was watching the veterans come off the airplane one at a time and everyone in the terminal who was within a view of that gate where they're coming off, they stopped and they were applauding. Yes, that, yeah, that's another. That's the second uh, moment of uh, emotion because of the amount of people that are there clapping, hugging, shaking their hands. Some of the ladies are coming up and kissing the guys, oh, and yeah. uh, they have no idea what to do next. They just stare. They thank them. They just wave. They're just taken. Well, a lot of tears with that, I know, uh, these guys. I remember talking to my father after World War II. He said that uh, everyone coming out of the Army, there were millions of guys coming out of the Army, coming back to the American cities and so on. And it was like everybody was in the Army. It was absolutely <laughs> nothing special to have been a veteran of World War II because millions have been. But uh, who would have thought that uh, so many years later when they're in their 80s and 90s or these last years, that they would get such um, such an emotional and constant recognition, but uh, well deserved. Oh, absolutely well deserved. And I, I think most people recognize the need for that recognition, and uh, freely give it. And uh, with that, so but you know they get into the the plane leaves. It gets into BWI uh, still early in the morning. What about eight or nine o'clock, something like that? Seven fifteen. Seven fifteen. I was being gen- <laughs> I was being generous then. Okay, well, most old people can't sleep late anyway, so there you go. <laughs> so they're up, and I'm joining them, by the way, so I know <laughs> when it's like yes, up early in the morning. Uh, so, but they uh, they board a bus, and uh, they have a full day. Uh, if you could walk us through the day, sure, sure. We leave the terminal there by bus, and uh, once we get to DC, depending upon our schedule, it fluctuates a little bit. But we're going to see the uh, World War II memorial. We're going to see. Vietnam and Korea and Lincoln all together right there. We see the Air Force Memorial, which is the newest. We go to Iwo Jima, which, by the way, just reopened after almost a year of closure. Uh, We also then go to Arlington and watch the changing of the guard in 
probably at least half the year we get to present a wreath and four of the veterans get to go up and present a wreath with the guard. So there's a lot of moving experiences during the day and memories brought back and conversations going on that uh, these guys haven't talked to anybody about or brought up in their own minds in 50, 60, 70 years. And so it becomes very real to them again, and uh, it's it's just great moments. It was interesting listening to the veterans talk amongst themselves about their experiences, because you're right, uh, their memories come back like uh, it was just a couple years ago when they were drafted or they they were shipped out or they, they came back to Ohio after the war. And uh, right. so the I, I can't overstate how it's such a great experience that if anyone out there has any relatives who are World War II veterans or Korean veterans to do this. Talking about Korea, how old are the average Korean veterans now? I remember they used to be the, they used to be the young guys. Yeah, they were the kids at one time. Now the Vietnam vet guys, in comparison, are, but the uh, Korean guys are probably in their mid to upper 80s, some oh in their 90s. And uh, so what we have found, unfortunately, is some of them, many of them are leaving us sooner than the World War II guys. And so I, I'm the one who That's makes the calls. To, yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand it, but I'm the one who makes the calls to the vet and all too often, I will talk to a, a wife who says, my husband so much wanted to go on that flight, but he didn't make it. And uh, they're four, four, five, six, seven years younger than some of those World War II guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, as, as time goes on and, and age catches up on everybody, it's uh, oh, yeah. don't, don't put it off. Uh, don't put it off for five years from now. Uh, if, exactly. If you can do this. Can you remind us again of what the website uh, address is or name is? Yes, it's honorflightcleveland.com. And that's and, all you need to know. Get there and you can get the rest of the way. Everything's there. I, I remember when we were in Washington at the World War II Memorial, Senator Bob Dole came out and greeted all the the veterans. Uh, do you have any, any current uh, political uh, elected officials who come out or you've had out recently? <laughs> Typically not. Uh, Bob Dole, of course, is uh, beyond that anymore. His health has declined, and he's a pretty fragile young man. Mm-hmm. But as far as the present ones, we we get signed certificates from them prior to going um, to pass out to each of the uh, veterans, but uh, seldom and anymore do we ever see any of them actually at any of the memorials. Wow. Well, it's still an outstanding program. Uh, when's the next flight scheduled out? The next flight is the 21st of this month. Oh, people are already signed up for it, or is, or is there still full. time? It's full. No, it, that one's full, yeah. When's the next yeah. time after that? Then August 11th, then September 22nd, and then our last flight is October 20th. Are you ever in need of uh, younger people to come and help escort some of these, these great veterans? We always can use people's names for guardians. Uh, many times we have a list of people, but they can't always go when we actually need them. So mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. we're in searching of names. So please, if you'd like to go as a guardian and you want to spend a day that you won't forget, fill out an application for a guardian on Honor Flight Cleveland and uh, you'll never regret it. Outstanding. And there's a cost for them. They they pay some of their own fare, don't they? That's correct. $250. That covers their flight, their bus, their food, 
and everything that happens that day. Well, it's quite a deal even at that. I mean, round-trip airfare and so on. But yep. uh, it, but it's a great thing, and especially with the 4th of July coming up where we're going to be celebrating this nation's birthday and uh, yes, with, with all the political talk going on. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen the country more engaged in politics. Uh, you can walk up to about anyone now, and they, they know pretty much what the current political issues are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a wonderful country because we can talk about these things and still go forward. And again, uh, the greatest generation and the generation right behind them, you know, are, are still with us today, and you guys are doing a terrific job. Yes, we try to make sure that these guys realize it is not a political flight. We try not to get uh, everybody's views on how the country's run because that's not what we're there for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, of course, some of these guys at their age, you don't tell them what to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, I, I noticed, by the way, the term political correctness does not reach back to World War II veterans. <laughs> so, no, it does not. If, it you does want, not. if you want an opinion, you'll, you'll get an opinion instantly and uh, well, the, with a lot of confidence, <laughs> I'm afraid. Yes, and whether you believe it or not, they're going to make sure you hear their side of it. Well, that, that is outstanding. Well, uh, Joe Benedict, uh, you and your group are doing a fantastic job. Real quick, how, about how many people have you flown out there so far in the 12 years you've been doing this? Have you keep track? Just about 4,000. 4,000 veterans, and you gave from each— Cleveland. 4,000 from Cleveland who all have an individual new memory to keep about what's, uh, what was going on out there and how the country respects that. That is correct, sir. Well, thank you so very much for joining us, and keep up the good work. And uh, in, enjoy those veterans and your trips to Washington. And thanks for the invite. And hope to be on here again someday. Well, we'll get you back again. Thank you, Joe Benedict from Honor Flight Cleveland. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Nick Phillips, the host of The Advocate. We'll be back after these words with uh, Congressman Jim Renacci. So stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. 
You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I, at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Begin segment one, Congressman Jim Renacci. Five, four. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Uh, in the uh, next two segments, we're very pleased to have with us Congressman James Renacci, uh, who's going to talk to us about uh, what in uh, Washington and in this country and uh, Congressman Renacci, thank you so much for joining us. Well, good evening, Nick. Uh, I'm uh, pleased to be with you. As, as always, yes, you're our eyes and ears in Washington, letting us know what's going on. And uh, I think we've, uh, of all the topics going on, I think one of the big topics, uh, and I know you've always been involved and very keen on uh, the economy and uh, with with regard to our economy. Overall, how how do you think we're doing? Well, let's face it, uh, since uh, President Trump uh, has uh, been inaugurated and uh, since we passed the jobs, uh, the tax cut and jobs bill, the economy is booming. It's uh, the National Association of Manufacturers released a survey of its 14,000 members, showed record levels of confidence among their members, NAM sites. The tax law has driven been a driving force behind the boom in U.S. manufacturing. So the message is good, especially here in Ohio. Manufacturing really plays a vital role in the Ohio economy. It's wonderful to see this important industry growing and thriving, really, under President Trump's leadership. Do we have enough experience to actually draw some conclusion as to how things are trending? Well, I think we do. Uh, if you start to look at Ohio, you're going to see 40-plus companies that have reinvested back in their employees with bonuses. Uh, of those 40-some companies, uh, many of them are expanding their operations. Uh, we had testimony on in Washington from mm-hmm. companies across the country, but also a company here in Ohio that said uh, because of the tax cuts and jobs bill, he is going to move uh, a significant portion of his manufacturing back here to Ohio from China. Uh, he also indicated uh, uh, that he plans on growing his company. We have another company in northeast Ohio that's doubled its capacity because of the Tax Cut and Jobs uh, Act. So it's uh, it's definitely booming uh, and causing the economy to grow here in Ohio. And I think just the companies that we're talking about, there are many, many more that we don't know of that have also 
expanded or continue to grow because now they know they have more money to uh, grow their business, but also uh, keep good employees and expand those wages for those same employees. You know, we've been hearing a lot uh, over the last weeks about uh, tariffs and so on. Uh, what effect are tariffs uh, with regard to, uh, say, retaliatory tariffs in, in Europe and the rest of the world when they're when they're facing us? Well, look, uh, we've had some. We we've been in an unfair trading climate for years, and no other president has taken this challenge on like President Trump. Uh, he has decided to say, "Look, we we believe in free trade, but we have to have fair trade, especially when it comes to China. We have to be willing." Uh, to make sure that it is fair trade by putting some of these tariffs on. We have to have a steel industry that's vibrant. At the same time, we have to look at many of the industries here in Ohio, like our uh, agricultural industry. We are the number two exporter of soybeans to China, uh, but uh, we also have manufacturing here. So I think in the end, uh, I'm going to always look out for the entire state and all the issues. But what I'm hearing as I travel the state and as I talk to whether it's manufacturers or even the agriculture industry. I had a great meeting with the uh, the uh, agriculture industry last week, uh, the Farm Bureau, the Ohio Farm Bureau, and, and here's what they said to me. They're concerned about the tariffs, but they want to support what the president's trying to do because in the long run, they believe it's going to be better for Ohio businesses and Ohioans. So I think we need to allow this president to continue to negotiate, uh, which is what he's doing. Uh, to use his skill set of negotiations, and let's see where we end up. So uh, it may be a little painful as we go through the process, but I do think in the end the president's trying to get us to a better place, and that's what's most important. Well, as you're you're talking about pain, I'm wondering whether or not this is a temporary pain that will adjust itself out as we go through the months ahead. Uh, I've been hearing anecdotally stories about uh, imports of materials, uh, also going up because of tariffs, uh, bringing things into the country. Um, when when these get balanced out, uh, how long do you think that will take before these consequences are normalized? Well, look, I can't answer that. I'm, I'm sure I'm <laughs> yeah, sure not a most economists can't answer that. But I do think we do need to get through this process, allow the negotiations, get us to a fair trade. Remember, the president has also come out and said, let's just eliminate tariffs across the board for everyone I recall on both that. sides. And uh, I think yeah. that's uh, that's an interesting statement. If you're ne- going to negotiate uh, and start raising your tariffs in retaliation, why don't we just eliminate all tariffs? And I think that would be an interesting world if uh, it was uh, United, if the, all countries were tariff-free. Now, uh, with regard to existing tariffs on our products that we ship out to other countries, uh, do you have any examples of what uh, countries have been charging us tariffs that uh, if they would go along with uh, canceling all tariffs, uh, it would open our markets even further? Well, absolutely. And look, it's one of the reasons why Harley-Davidson is moving its op- one of its manufacturing operations outside of this country. It's not because of our tariffs. It's because they can't compete. So if you travel around the world, you'll see Harley-Davidson's aren't anywhere in the world like they should be when you see other manufacturers. And the reason is there's 15, 20% tariffs to bring a Harley-Davidson motorcycle into other countries. So there's another perfect example. I was in Germany last year, and, uh, you know, you don't see any American cars there. You see German cars in Germany, and that's because the tariffs are 15, 20% or higher in many of these instances across the board, whether it's in the automotive or um, agriculture. So... You can see it as you travel the world why 
we need to have fair trade. And you can see why we're not able to grow our markets because we have such high tariffs going into other countries, including China. China is probably the worst offender, and it's really one of the countries we have to be able to um, really balance our trade from the unfair trade standpoint. Well, I'm glad you're mentioning that because uh, I, I think sometimes the impression comes off that uh, the United States is the country starting the trade war uh, and not recognizing that we're fighting with other tariffs in other countries for our goods to be sold there. And uh, do we are we getting any responses from other countries as far as whether they'd be willing to uh, terminate all of their tariffs if we would uh, give them uh, tariff-free access to our markets? Well, let's face it, uh, Nick, one of the problems is that we have much higher tariffs going into their countries than they have coming into our countries. And that's one of the reasons why they are not going to be happy eliminating all tariffs, because it'll make a much more level playing field. Um, and uh, you're not going to see that. But I think it's an interesting gesture by this president to say, let's let's just eliminate all tariffs and let's compete freely across uh, you know, global markets. Uh, that would be much better for the United States. Because uh, just a couple examples I, ga I gave you. I mean, we do not get to be able to sell our products overseas because of the tariffs that these countries are placing on many of our goods and services. I just don't think we hear enough about what you just said. So that's uh, good, again, to talk about it now. That uh, I, I would like to see if we're talking about tariff, a tariff-free world, then uh, the United States would be out there competing. Switching gears just a little bit, uh, going over to personal incomes in Ohio, uh, since the tax reductions uh, you know, act took place, how, how are we doing with regard to the net income or the personal income for individuals in Ohio? Well, look, according to a leading tax policy um, group, the Tax Foundation, a nonprofit, the average Ohio family has more than $1,500 put back in their pockets this year because of the tax cut and jobs bill. Uh, companies across the state are uh, adding dollars into their pension plans, which is very supportive. Um, many companies have announced increases of pension plans, but also these bonuses that I talked about earlier. So many companies have agreed to $1,000 bonuses and bon $500 bonuses across the board to all their employees because they're seeing that there are opportunities now uh, to, to have more money in a company's pocket to be able to do what they need to do to grow and expand and to make sure employees are getting good wages. Uh, I think there are a number of uh, benefits that are occurring to Ohio employees, and I think you're going to continue to see that. This is just year one, remember, and right, we've got right. many, many more years. We're talking to Congressman James Renacci about the economy and uh, what's going on here with uh, some of the recent changes in Washington over the last year and, and how it's affecting our economy. Uh, the um, as you mentioned, the incomes have gone up, and we've been seeing that as incomes have been going up. And you mentioned jobs. That means uh, income tax uh, revenues are coming in at a higher rate than for both the federal government and the state government. Uh, that, that seems to be the case. Are we feeling that yet? Well, one thing that's interesting, we have the highest record income tax into the Treasury in, in the country's history. And that's another thing people aren't realizing. Uh, this last year, we're, we're gaining the most revenue ever in our Treasury uh, because of the boom in the economy. People uh, seem to forget, if you go back into the late 1990s, it, the federal government didn't balance its budgets because members of Congress were able to cut spending and increase revenues. The federal government balanced its budget because the economy grew at 5, 6, 6.2%, 5.5%. Right, right. 
for a number of years, and that's what's happening. There, there are some expectations that our economy could hit as high as 4.5% uh, growth, which would be a big driver and a boom for revenue. Haven't, haven't seen that for a, way, a while. Well, can we take a, a break for a real quick moment? We're talking to Congressman James Renacci about uh, some very good news about the economy. So uh, please stay tuned. We're going to be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Don't go away. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips & Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips & Millie at 440-243-2800. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select insurance for your insurance needs. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. Hello. Mark Bush for GreaterThanHeroin.com. Our nation, our state, our county, and our local communities are in the midst of this crisis. It saddens us at Bush. We see firsthand the final outcome impacting families when overdose deaths occur. GreaterThanHeroin.com is a resource for everyone. Join us in our efforts. Email feedback at GreaterThanHeroin.com to help us defeat this crisis. Begin segment two, Congressman James Renacci. Five, four. 
Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we're pleased to have with us tonight Congressman James Renacy, and we're talking about uh, the economy and uh, what federal things are doing to the economy here in Ohio. Congressman Renacy, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Nick. Glad to be here. Uh, we were talking about uh, you know, pretty much the uh, the income that's being generated, record income is being brought into the U.S. Treasury. Uh, with uh, this, this uh, sort of helps us with whatever government programs we need to fund, as well as uh, being an indicator of future economic health. Uh, that that sounds almost too good to be true. Uh, anything else beside? Um, the tax cuts and uh, what what do you say to uh, explain why we're doing so well? Well, again, we're spending more than uh, ever, but we're bringing in uh, record revenues. The issue is really a growing economy. We have to be able to continue to grow economy. I also sit on the budget committee, and I can tell you on the budget committee, uh, the CBO uh, says that we will our revenues will increase over the next ten years by sixty percent. The problem is our expenses will increase by over 80% over the next 10 years, and that's really the issue we have to start looking at. We can't grow revenues um, at a fast enough rate if we're going to continue to grow our expenses at that big of a rate. So uh, the issues will still be the same. We can continue to grow our economy, but we have to be able to make sure our what we're spending is brought under control, too, as well. And uh, uh, But the good news is if we can sustain... Uh, a higher growth rate, that's going to help. Uh, during the Obama administration, the growth rate averaged uh, anywhere between 1.5 and 2.0, uh, somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, that's not enough to sustain our federal uh, spending. We need at least 3% to sustain our, our federal spending, if not more. So the good news is we're there, we're, we're higher, which is what we need to start paying down our debt. But in the end, we have to make sure it's a sustained growth, not just a one-year blip or a two-year blip. We need sustained growth over the next 10 to 20 years. There's always a shadow of uh, a good economy perhaps spurring on inflation. How, how does that look as far as a risk for us? Well, look, inflation is always uh, potentially out there. Uh, that's another issue we need to always be concerned about in the federal government because we do have debt, and for every one percent increase in our uh, in our interest rate, which in many cases would happen if inflation starts to get out of hand, um, that uh, equates to almost $2 trillion over 10 years in additional debt. So uh, these are things we have to watch uh, as, a, as a government. It's one of the reasons why, uh, Nick, that I have pushed for what I call the fiscal state of the nation address. I think the biggest problem in Washington is we're not aware of what's going on. Um, we need a fiscal review on an annual basis. This bill has Republican and Democrat support. It would require the Comptroller General annually to come before the House and the Senate and joint address to Congress, hopefully televised for the American people, so that they could see what our fiscal state is. They could hear about our revenue growth, but they could also hear about our expense growth and where it's coming from and why uh, demographics are driving many of our expenses. And I, I think this is needed. Because too often members of Congress go down to Washington and they stick their head in the sand and, and only think about the next election, not the next generation. Uh, so we do need to, to be aware of that. And, and that would bring in the factors, inflation and debt and interest and all the things that really drive 
the financial situation of our federal government. You know, you and I have been talking since you, you entered Congress, and I know you've always been involved in, in bipartisan efforts to get things done in Washington. Uh, how are the people on the other side of the aisle looking at the fiscal state of the uh, the nation? Are they, they for that? Are you going to have support? Well, I will tell you, I still have my uh, bipartisan breakfast every week when we go back to Washington. The fiscal state of the nation legislation was signed uh, by 26 members, 13 Republicans and 13 Democrats, original co-sponsors, which means um, there is bipartisan efforts there. Uh, we're doing some budget review process. I can tell you that I spoke uh, before this joint select committee on budget, and the one thing everybody's agreeing on is we need a fiscal state address. Uh, some people are thinking it needs to be a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. sending out a fiscal financial information flyer to every American. I disagree with that. I like to get it on TV, get uh, people aware, uh, and make sure that they're looking at that house and seeing their representative or their senator there watching as well. I think that's important. Well, very important. Uh, that's, that's one of the major functions of government. Uh, you're engaged in a campaign uh, for the United States Senate here in Ohio, and uh, every time there's a campaign, uh, candidates have to go all over the state of Ohio, especially for this position. And uh, you've been doing that. What, what have you been hearing around the state of Ohio since you're right now engaged, I guess, in talking to hundreds, if not thousands of people? Well, as I travel the state, uh, people like what they're hearing with the economy. In many cases, they want it to affect them. People are are always concerned about their personal paycheck. They want to be able to live the American dream, and I think that's important. As I travel, that's what I tell people. I want to restore the opportunity for the American dream. Nick, uh, as you know, I came here as a poor kid from western Pennsylvania with just a few hundred dollars in my bank account. I started my first business, which grew to over 60 businesses, created over 50 member jobs, and employed over 3,000 people. Coming from a basically a Democrat union family in western Pennsylvania mm-hmm. uh, to Ohio and realizing that the American dream was possible, but that was 36 years ago. Um, we need to restore that opportunity for the American dream, and that's, that's what people want. They want to see that opportunity too many politicians have been around way too long, worried about their own paychecks. They want to see people that are going to be able to make a difference. And that's that's what I know they're hoping for. And that's why we still have a lot of support for President Trump in this state. I know there are those that don't support him, and they'll say, no, that's not the case. But polling shows he's got a 55, 56, 57 percent approval rating in Ohio. Well, as long as the economy keeps showing such strength, I mean, uh, the, the facts are, are hard to deny. Uh, what uh, what do you think about uh, Justice Kennedy's retirement and what that's going to do with the Senate uh, coming up in the next next year at least or sooner? Well, let's face let's face it. Justice Kennedy was a great justice. He was often a swing vote on the court, many times a key decision maker on the constitutionality of different laws that affect our everyday lives. So um, we need a judge similar to Justice Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, someone of this a staunch defender the rule on the Constitution. I know there are a number of lists, a uh, number of individuals on the list that the president put out before he was elected. He's going to look back at that list and make sure that we put someone who's going to uphold the Constitution. And uh, I think that's important. It's another thing, if you remember, when the president ran, everybody said there's going to be one, two, maybe three justices this next president will be able to select. 
It was one of the reasons why many individuals voted for President Trump. They might not have liked his personal history. They might not have liked that he wasn't conservative enough. But what they said was, we want to have somebody who's going to elect the right kind of, or nominate the right kind of Supreme Court justices. And uh, that was a big uh, uh, election issue for him. He won, and now he's going to have the opportunity to nominate a second judge. And that'll be right in the lap of uh, the U.S. Senate as we, we get into that. Uh, immigration's been in the news, obviously, every night. And uh, do you think uh, there's a statutory solution, either in the House or in the Senate, that uh, can actually get a hold of the problem? Well, look, we had uh, immigration is broken. Our system here in this country is a broken system. My grandparents came here um, legally uh, and uh, through a process. We need to make sure we have a process. We can't have open borders. We have to make sure we have a system. So uh, we had two bills in the House. Good lat one, as many people heard about it, was a very conservative bill that only got in 193 votes. I did not get the threshold needed of 218. Uh, there was a compromise bill, good lat two. Uh, both of these bills the president was supportive of. Both of these bills I was supportive of. Uh, the second bill guaranteed the wall. It only not only appropriated it, 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 it not only authorized it, it appropriated making sure the wall was built. Uh, there were some on Good Lad 2 that uh, did not like. Uh, they wanted to call it amnesty because, uh, you know, many of the DACA children were allowed to stay here. But what they, I don't think they realized was the DACA children were allowed to stay here for five years. But if they, if they had any issues during that five years, any criminal issues, whatever, they were sent home. They had to be scored with a point system to determine whether they could stay here after five years. And then after five years, they still had to apply and go through a process. Uh, that's not amnesty. That's actually a process which I think uh, I was supportive of. Uh, and uh, and their parents, believe it or not, and many people don't know this, in, in that bill had to go back. And they had to stay back for 10 years before they could come back um, uh, and go through a process. Wow. So well, very, end, well, very definitely a, a very thorny, thorny issue. We're out of time. Congressman James Renacci, thank you so very much, and good luck on your campaign. Thank you, and I appreciate uh, the time being with you. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset, sat and drank my fresh mint tea, with nothing to do until morning. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Let's simplify window shopping. How does this sound? Eight quality windows for your home from $58 a month from a name that you can trust for 58 years. This is Len for Empire Window Company. 855-76-EMPIRE. You know, you deserve a great product at a fair price from a local company with an excellent reputation. That's Empire Window Company. Enhance the beauty and value of your home with a variety of custom and designer windows, siding, and doors. 855-76-EMPIRE. Thinking about vinyl siding? Try 30 
35% off and free gutters with your siding project. And here's an idea. What about a fun and easy way to see what replacement windows and new siding would look like on your home before you buy? Just check out Empire's online windows and siding design center. You can change the style and color with just a click of a finger. EmpireWindowCompany.com. A local company in business for 58 years. That's a lot of satisfied customers. Empire Window Company. 855-76-EMPIRE. On Facebook? So are we. Visit our Facebook page by searching for AM1420, The Answer. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Do you need the answer on the go? Check out our all-new AM 1420 The Answer app on the Google Play Store or App Store. This is AM 1420 The Answer. WHK Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group. NASDAQ at SALM. AM 1420 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.